Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. And if you want to find out more about me, you can go to lifecoachdavid.com and contact me through there if you'd like some Law of Attraction coaching. And we've been talking about and reading from the book, Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting by Lynn Grabhorn. And I really like how she talks about the Law of Attraction from her point of view. She has a humorous way of doing it, but she gets to the point. And that's great with really good information that we could all use to apply to our daily lives so the Law of Attraction works in our favor so we can attract what we want. And I always like to share a good win. And one of my wins I'm actually wearing right now, and I can't show you, but there's a men's jewelry designer, John Hardy, and he also makes jewelry for women, but I like his men's jewelry, and I have a few pieces. And there is a bracelet that I've seen, and the whole center of the bracelet is filled with smoky quartz, and smoky quartz is known to help protect you. I know a lot of healers who do healing work will surround their healing table with big chunks of smoky quartz because it protects and is good for the energy. So anyway, I've, I've been wanting this bracelet, but the full price of the bracelet is like seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars $1,800. And I was at the store the other day, and I just happened to walk by the men's jewelry case. I wasn't even going to see if they had this bracelet. And sure enough, I saw in the case was this bracelet I've been wanting. Because I, I had only seen it online, and I've been wanting it. So I asked the salesman if I could try it on. So I tried it on, and it fit perfectly. And he goes, well, let me see, let me bring up the price to see if it's on sale. Most of the time, nothing's on sale, but let me just see. So he scanned it and it rang up at $600. And I was like shocked and he was shocked because he was like, these things never go on sale. If I had known this was on sale, I would have purchased it because it was such a discount for some reason. So anyway, I did buy it and that was an amazing win and very law of attraction because it's something I wanted. I was focusing on it and just staying positive about it, having no connection to when it was going to happen or how it was going to happen. And of course, that day I had no idea I was going to even see it, let alone it was going to be on such a big sale. So anyway, I love when things like that happen. And at the same time, I'm not surprised when they happen because I know how law of attraction works. It's the law of attraction. So when you're a vibrational match to something, whether it's something we might consider small or big, then it manifests. So I just wanted to share that with you. It's a fun story. And now I'm going to get back to reading, Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. And we were at a section called Wanting, the Necessity of Life. I say to you, okay, what do you want? And you say to me, oh, that's easy. I want enough money to pay my bills, take care of my kids, have a nice house to live in, a job I like, a loving partner with whom to share it all, and perfect health. I wouldn't mind a new car either. Well, that's a start and a good one, but that's all it is, a start. Indeed, to most in this world, having all those obviously wonderful things would seem like living in heaven. But if we are to unleash that power we call passion, where we can finally live closer to the frequency of our natural selves in profound joy, we've got to go beyond the obvious. 
way beyond. So what else? What else do you want? Yes, of course, wants change over the years. You've probably outgrown wanting a pony for your birthday or a spiffy new hot rod to drag the main... <laughs> She's making me laugh. Or a spiffy new hot rod to drag the main, main street, on Saturday night. Yet still, there is within you an amazing inventory of long-forgotten fantasies. What are they? How long has it been since you dared to savor their tantalizing flavors or partake of their exotic adventures in your daydreams? What are your smallest, your biggest, your oldest, your newest, your most deeply hidden desires, ambitions, and aspirations? The ones that are so far out, so impossible, so unobtainable, that never have you so much as whispered them aloud to anyone, not even to God. What are they? What have you stopped allowing yourself to want? This planet is not Sameville. We came here for the contrast. We came here to learn how to manifest our desires. We came to learn discernment and to cultivate this strange art of wanting which equates to manifesting. Instead, we got ourselves caught in the pointless skill of diligently collecting don't wants. We came to learn how to create our desires, fulfill our dreams, prosper, and take this exquisite experience called being physical to its zenith. We came to experience the good with the bad, that we might learn how to choose like over dislikes. So have them. Take your treasured dreams out of that crowded old closet, dust them off with loving care, and give each one a long, hard look. Forget that they're too far out. Forget that they're hopeless or too unthinkable. Forget that something we want, you've lost it. Forget that someone will think you've lost it. Forget that you might be called selfish. Forget those things. Wanting is not only your right, it's an absolute prerequisite for a happy life. Wow, I love that. Yes, yes, yes. Wanting is not only your right, it's an absolute prerequisite for a happy life. And I love that she says, remember things in your past that you were passionate about that at some point you forgot about or let go because it seemed too hard or unattainable and rekindled all that wonder, rekindle all that wanting. And the next section is called, oh yes, you do deserve it. Now here's the big news. You don't have to be worthy of a blasted thing to have your desires you don't have to prove or witness or demonstrate or pass a moral test. You don't have to explain your reasons or make excuses to your family, to yourself, or God. You don't have to be any more worthy or deserving or trustworthy or upstanding than you are now. You only have to make one decision, just one, and that is to be happy. But you will never start down that road until you allow your wants your dreams, your desires, your hankerings, to come out of the closet. Not just peek around the corner of a cracked open door, but come all the way out. Like any hidden talent that you've either consciously or unconsciously known was there, but didn't feel comfortable bringing out, once you accept the fact that wanting is part of you, and that doing it is really okay, it becomes fun. Joy starts to flow. You begin to vibrate differently. 
For when you are in joy with life, you cannot vibrate negatively and you cannot attract negatively, only positively. Wow, how wonderful that would be, right? When you're in joy with life, you cannot vibrate negatively. Well, I don't know about you, but I want to be in joy with life all the time as much as possible. Anyway, getting back to the book, when you are in joy with life, you cannot feel insecure, ashamed, unworthy, unsafe, guilty, or inferior in any manner because you aren't vibrating there. You cannot feel lack of any kind, nor can you attract it. The only thing you will do as you begin to unlock your wants is vibrate more joy, more abundance, and more freedom into your experience. Small price to pay for dreaming, wouldn't you say? And it makes no difference what you choose to dream. Choose your dream because it makes you happy and you'll vibrate it into your life. Dream the dream of joy. Dream the dream of fulfillment. Dream the dream of frivolity. But in any case, dream. Having desires, wanting, is no more a sin than breathing. Never again think you have to justify your wants. Just don't. You cannot be justifying, defending, or rationalizing, which is all negative flowing, and remain connected to your core energy. You need make no excuses to anything, anybody, or any higher or lower authority for your desires, certainly not to God. To do so is to turn your back on your own higher energy, thus denying your very existence, your divine right to life. Contrary to common teachings, gaining happiness is your hallowed right of birth. So let yourself go and dream. You are already creating your life every moment of every day by how you think and vibrate, so you might as well create it the way you'd like it to be. And that's so true, and it's a great reminder that it's always a choice what we're focusing on and thinking about, right? So we might as well focus on things that make us feel joyful, things we want. Oh, wow, such a great reminder. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lynn. And we have time for one more section today, and this section is called, You Still Have Them. One of the best ways to uncover some of those long-hidden wants is to pretend. Remember, all that's required for you to have it, whatever it might be, is wanting it and feeling it without explanation, excuse, apology, or reason. The challenge now is to peel the onion down far enough to get past the rigid layers of shoulds, shouldn'ts, and no-nos to the long-forgotten thrill of and passion for life. Pretend it's Christmas time. This isn't religious, so humor me, no matter what faith you are. You're the Santa Claus at the mall. Replete with scratchy beard and pillowed tummy, you're listening to all the wee folk rattle off their long lists of socially acceptable wants, but after a while, you decide to spread around some magic dust so that kids of any age will feel the urge to reveal some of their less socially acceptable wants. Up comes a little cutie pie, about six, who hops up onto your knee. She starts to give you her list. A few special toys as seen on TV and a couple of the old standbys like a doll and a puppy. That's it. Nothing new. So you spread your magic dust, and out it comes. A big swing in the backyard, a daddy to be around more, a mommy who will take time to play, someone, anyone, who will believe about the pretty angels in the bedroom, 
and somebody to always make everything all right. Oh, and lots of brothers and sisters, please. Then she jumps down, happy as a lark. Do you remember what your secret wants were at six years of age? Next, a tall, gangling 18-year-old comes up, having fun with the experience and quite willing to go along with the gag. All right now, what would you like Santa to bring you? Once again, even though the teenager is gladly entering into the spirit of this silliness, the list is alarmingly short. Well, I'll take that new car you've got hidden in your sack, Santa, and I wouldn't mind a few thousand dollars in my stocking for play money. And if you just happen to have a hot romance back there in your sleigh, hey, that'll be cool. You sprinkle your magic, the 18-year-old relaxes, and out comes an amazing list of rightful wants having to do with careers and friends and success and fame and clothes and living conditions and family and yachts and genuine happiness. Whatever that is, he mumbles. Do you remember what your secret wants were at 18 years of age? And what dreams got stuffed away so that you could live in the real world? Finally comes the adult, gleefully hopping up on your Santa Claus knee as the kids watch and snicker. And what would you like, my friend? You ask expectantly. You're dismayed to find that this person has the shortest list of anyone so far, as though every hope and dream ever owned just flew to the next galaxy. Oh, there's a new house, the new car, and a flippin' crack about winning the lottery, but that's it. Quickly you sprinkle your magic dust. Nothing. You sprinkle more. Still nothing. You empty the bag. Slowly at first, as if having to be pulled up from the deepest, darkest depths of the ocean, comes a comment about having a pie shop, and another about learning to play the piano. A pause, and then another about taking a horticultural course at the local college. And another about building a unique kind of sailboat. This one's on a roll now. There's another about being able to financially help a friend open a dance school and another about having an automatic garage door, and another about living in an elegant home overlooking the aqua blue waters of a Caribbean island. There's no stopping now. Another deep desire pours out about being able to talk with a partner about daydreams, and another about opening a summer camp for city kids and feeling safe in earthquake country, and something about having the confidence to talk in front of a group of people. There's one about improving relations with certain family members and learning how to be more loving and on and on and on. It took a full bag, but the dam holding back those long forgotten treasures finally broke. What dreams have you put aside? Your ambitions, your forgotten goals, even your littlest desires. What are they? What are they? Wow, and that ends that section. And I love that, you know? I even ask myself and I'm asking you, what dreams have you forgotten about where you thought you had to push them aside to do the right thing or please everybody else? Because it's important to rekindle that. And it doesn't mean you have to let go of everything, but maybe take some step towards doing that or learning that or whatever it is. She's just reminding us that if you have a dream or dreams about something, it's worthwhile to rekindle that dream and think about possibly taking steps towards making it happen. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you want some wonderful law of attraction coaching, you can reach me through lifecoachdavid.com. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast, 
You can email me the question to david at lifecoachdavid.com and I'll try to answer it on an upcoming podcast. Thanks for listening and have a high vibration day.